It's Wednesday, the 24th of August, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden is set to announce today his long-delayed move to forgive up to $10,000 in federal student loans for many Americans and extend a pause on payments to January, according to people familiar with the plan. Biden has faced pressure from liberals to provide broader relief to hard-hit borrowers and from moderates and Republicans questioning the fairness of any widespread forgiveness. The delay in President Biden's decision has only heightened the anticipation for what his own aides acknowledge represents a political no-win situation. The precise details of Biden's plan, which will include an income cap limiting the forgiveness to only those earning less than $125,000 a year, were being kept to an unusually small circle within the Biden administration and were not finalized on the eve of the announcement. Down-to-the-wire decision-making has been a hallmark of the Biden White House, but the particular delay on student loans reflects the vexing challenge confronting him in fulfilling a key campaign promise. In other news, Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis President Neil Kashkari says the U.S. Central Bank needs to press forward with tighter monetary policy until it is clear that very high levels of inflation are moving back down. When inflation is 8% or 9%, we run the risk of unanchoring inflation expectations, Mr. Kashkari said at an appearance Tuesday. And if that happened, the Fed would likely have to embark on very aggressive rate rises to restore balance. We definitely want to avoid allowing that situation to develop, Mr. Kashkari said. The July Consumer Price Index was up by 8.5% from the same month a year ago. Mr. Kashkari said his biggest fear is that inflation will be more persistent than many now expect. He also said that it remains the case that the bulk of the inflation surge is tied to supply chain issues. Around the world, residents of Kyiv woke up to air raid sirens as Ukraine observed its Independence Day today, which also marks exactly six months since the beginning of Russia's military invasion. Authorities in the capital banned large-scale gatherings until Thursday, fearing the national holiday might bring particularly heavy Russian missile attacks. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky urged the public to be vigilant. Russian provocations and brutal strikes are a possibility, Zelensky said in a statement. Last year, crowds turned out in Kyiv to watch a military parade marking Ukraine's 30-year independence anniversary. This year, however, just a small number of residents gathered at Kyiv's central square, where destroyed Russian tanks and mobile artillery were put on display over the weekend, and the national anthem is played every day at 7 a.m. Back in the U.S., flight disruption spilled into Tuesday after bad weather scrambled flights earlier this week, leading to canceled trips, diversions, and in some cases, hours-long waits on planes. On Monday, airlines scrubbed close to 1,500 U.S. flights, about 5.7% of what was scheduled, with close to 8,000 more delayed, according to FlightAware, a flight tracking site. Thunderstorms are a regular hazard of summer travel, and Monday's problems were a stark example. Storms lingered over New York area's airports, cutting off approach paths. Some flights from the West Coast bound for Newark Liberty International Airport turned back mid-flight or diverted to other airports to avoid the gridlock there. Airlines have been under growing pressure from regulators to improve their operations after a sometimes chaotic spring and summer, 
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg has described this summer's disruptions as unacceptable and has said he is contemplating further regulations. And a Belgian-British teenage pilot was on track Tuesday to become the youngest person to fly around the world solo in a small plane as he landed in southern Belgium ahead of the penultimate leg of his global odyssey. Mac Rutherford, who turned 17 during the journey, touched down at Bouzet Airstrip near the city of Charleroi, where he originally learned to fly. He's due to land in Bulgaria on Wednesday. His aim? To displace Travis Ludlow of Britain, who was 18 when he set the record in 2021. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this Daily Morning Brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.